Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos, welcome back to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing extreme haunted houses and how far are we willing to go? Not very. I'm not going in any of them. Yeah, no. But for those of you who don't know, Bobby died. He did not. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. He's sick. So we have a special guest who will be revealed later who will be covering Bobby's parts. Yeah. Anyways, how are you doing this week, Emmy? I'm fat, so. Stop it. Uh, Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, same. Morbidly obese, but it doesn't stop. You are not naughty, naughty. I don't know. Right now, I'm really fucking itchy. Me too. Um, okay. I guess we should just get into our pre topic. So, if you had to choose one Halloween costume to wear for the rest of your life, what would you pick? What are you picking? I would pick my bell costume. So if you pick like a character, can you choose different variations of that character? Well, yeah, you can. Okay. So if you, whatever you choose, you can do it differently each year, but it has to be the same character. general consensus. Hmm. Instinctually, I want to say Rachel from Friends because I really liked that costume and there's so many options you can do, but I'm also like, do you go something simple like alien, devil, cat? And then change it up each year. Yeah, but there's only so much you can change it. Well, you could do, like, for Belle, I could do zombie Belle, vampire Belle. Right, but Belle Belle. also has more than one outfit. That's true, too. But, like, an alien, it's just alien. Well, you can change, like, the the costume. Like, I could be, like, an alien Barbie. Yeah. Oh, I also really liked the Barbie costume I did. Yeah. So. Um, Yeah, I would pick Belle. When you were a kid, what do you think your choice would have been? Probably like a Disney princess. But I don't know. I was a vampire like six yeah. years in a row. So Yeah, I was going to say I would have pegged you for vampire. I probably would have chose witch as a kid. Yeah. I was a witch for a good couple years. And we were all pumpkins for like five years too. Yeah. Good times. All right, Emmy, you want to hit us with our first? Haunted attraction. Up first on our list of extreme haunted location is miasma, which for those who don't know, the word miasma means highly unpleasant smell. This Chicago-based haunt was first created in 2014 by a man named Justin Brink, who wanted to design an immersive horror experience that focused on artfully telling a story through different themes. The first was a robbery gone wrong experience, and since then he has been offering different intensely themed attractions, which circle around greed, selfishness, heartbreak, revenge, and desperation. That's actually really scary, the robbery theme. Yeah, it is. That's like one of my fears. I would shit my pants. Participants must be 18 years of age to enter, and they have to go through the experience completely alone. In order to become a participant, you have to register on their website, and then they offer you an invitation if you are accepted. 
If you accept the invitation, you must sign the waiver and comply with all the rules they give you or you will not be able to complete the experience. Some of these rules include no running inside the attraction, no touching the actors even when they touch you, you cannot wear glasses inside the hat, and if you absolutely have to, they need to be told beforehand. You cannot be under the influence of drugs or alcohol, you must arrive alone and on time, and you cannot share the location where you will be going with anyone. Guests must also not share any details of what they experience inside. It is also strongly advised that if you suffer from any physical or mental ailments, that you not participate. Some of the things that one might experience if they go through the haunt include being smeared with blood, being blindfolded and restrained, extreme physical violence, sexual situations including nudity, edible content, being forced to crawl on the ground, degrading language, strobe lights, fog machines, electricity, water, and situations of emotional distress. How is that not battery? Because you sign a waiver, so you technically consent to it. I wonder if any of these have gone to court uh, yeah, ever. I don't know. And I wonder if they've ever crossed the line with the sexual content. Like, I don't know. Because there's only so much you can do if you're... Right. You are given a safe word to say if you want to quit before the experience is over, after which you will be escorted out by employee. The cost to do miasma starts at $120, but you could easily cost you up to a couple thousand dollars, depending on what type of experience you choose. Who the fuck would do this? <laughs> I don't know. I would not be paying anything more than like $35 for a haunted attraction, and that's even pushing it. I wouldn't pay anything. Like, if I'm doing one like this, you have to be paying me that kind of money. Precisely. Anyways. Our next extreme haunt is the Heretic House, located in Los Angeles. Heretic was created by Adrian Marcato, who has always had an immense love for all things horror due to his father also being a fan. When he was 13 years old, he started to write short horror stories and was experimenting with fake blood. Adrian started doing security work at Knott's Scary Farm in 2005 and slowly worked his way into becoming one of the scare actors. In 2009, a friend of his hired him to do some FX makeup on a short horror film. This then inspired him to get more into that scene, and he would do his own makeup for various personal projects. He would don a full zombie look and prowl the streets of Hollywood Boulevard to scare locals. Adrian was doing special effects makeup for several other projects as well, including Hatchet 3 and VHS 3, and was working the Haunted Attractions, LA Haunted Hayride, and Delusion. During this time, he also started writing a script. The working title for the project was Heretic, which was inspired by the film Exorcist II The Heretic and centered around a group of individuals murdering a young girl and attempting to use her body as a vessel for a terrifying creature. The script was 170 pages long and was passed around, but since the horror genre was not popular at the time, it was rejected. Adrian then turned the script into a theatrical play in 2012 and then had the idea to turn it into a physical walkthrough experience. In 2013, he and his wife turned their home into a test house for a beta run-through. Seven people went through the experience, which included three special effects makeup artists from Halloween Horror Nights, a scriptwriter for Master of Horror, and several of Adrian's friends that also worked in the film industry. He received positive reviews from everyone, and one person even said that they were so scared that they stayed in bed for three days after. Heretic has traveled to other locations, including England, Switzerland, and Amsterdam. However, it appears as if they are not currently doing any shows. 
Heretic allegedly had a different theme each month, and this is another one where you had to go through the experience completely alone. Some of the things one might have experienced while inside included simulated torture, gore, claustrophobia, extreme aggression, nudity, and simulated rape. Mm. Which, concerning, yeah. Like with miasma, you get to pick a safe word that you can use if needed, and you must sign a waiver before doing the experience. The Why actors... do anybody want to work at one of these places? Because that's you're sadistic. A scary person, obviously. The actors could touch you, but you were not able to touch them. Fuck that. <laughs> Emily would be punching, throwing punches up in here. Those who have gone through the attraction describe it as being intense, aggressive, well thought out, and that there's always a story behind the brutality. We found an article written by Juliet Bennett Ryla for the LAist in 2015 in which she describes the experience that she had while inside. The theme of the show she did was called Hex, which was described as being based on a dream that Adrian Marcado once had, which involved sleep paralysis and being stuck inside one's own nightmare. Juliet describes her experience stating that she received an email that told her where to go and to not fight back against her tormentors. She was also advised to wear clothes that she wouldn't mind destroying and that she should be okay with nudity. She stated that Adrian Ricardo himself led her to the haunt and made sure that she was of sound physical and mental health and that she knew her safe word. Inside the haunt, she experienced being questioned on her sleeping habits, which was under the guise of a voluntary sleep study. She was then given a pill that she was told was a sedative that would put her asleep, and she stated that she assumed it was most likely just a placebo and then was led into the next room. I would not take anything that some stranger gave me. In this room, she was put in a bulky suit and a mask was placed on her head. She was made to do a series of strange tasks and then was led to a bed that was damp with fake blood. She was tucked in by a man in a suit and had her hands bound with duct tape in a manner that made her appear as if she were praying. She was left alone for a short while, and then a nude man and mostly nude woman entered. They ripped the covers off of her, and the man grabbed her hair and aggressively turned her around. The woman jumped on her, which restricted her breathing and began scratching her chest and stomach. She was choked and told nobody cared about her. <laughs> That's fucking sad. I would cry immediately. I'd punch him in the fucking gusset. <laughs> what is a gusset? <laughs> I think it's either your neck or your I thought that was a part. gullet. I thought that was a gullet. I don't know. That's a new ner a new word that I need to Google Let's later. Look it up. Yeah. The part of the women's underwear which sits just below her. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to say that word. <laughs> but yeah. That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> I Me mean, neither. I've heard people say it before. Yeah, me and too. I didn't know really what it meant. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways. The girl left her alone, and then a demon-like being came in and pushed her back down onto the mattress and thrashed her around. He led her to a metal gurney, and then the other man and woman returned, and they all spun the gurney around. The woman jumped on her again, and her eyes were covered by a gloved hand. She then heard the woman gag and felt something warm and wet spray all over her face. The woman screamed at her, asking her if she wanted to wake up, which was code for if she wanted to say for it, and she did not, and the torture continued for a short while before it was over. When she left the haunt, she told Marcato that she did not feel the need to say for it at all during her time inside and that she wished it had been a bit more of an extreme experience. She did have a sore neck and scratches on her body the following few days, but overall had a great experience. The cost to do Heretic ranged from $120 to $150. Wow. I would not do that. All right. Is everybody ready for our special guest? <laughs> 
Oh, Lord Jesus is right. Our last extreme haunt is the Black Out Haunted House, which was created in 2009 by Josh Randall and Christian Thor in New York City. Blackout is actually considered the grandfather of all extreme haunts, being the first of its kind. The two first began working on the project out of frustration due to a lack of being scared from traditional haunted houses. They aimed to make the experience as realistic as possible by making it seem like the danger one might have experienced while inside could be something you could experience in real life. Randall has been quoted as saying, we wanted to strive for something more realistic. You can rationalize away other scares. Vampires don't exist. And they wanted to create a haunted house where there were no monsters, vampires, and very little makeup. The goal of Blackout was to be more about performance art rather than fictional things like goblins or ghosts. Like with other experiences we've discussed, if you wanted to participate in Blackout, you had to sign a waiver. The experience changed every so often to keep the element of surprise. Participants went through alone and were not allowed to talk during the experience, but they could scream and they could use their safe word if needed. Participants were advised that the actors could and would touch them, but they could absolutely not touch the actors back. Scenarios one could have potentially experienced inside included psychological torture, full physical contact, blood, gore, military-like tactics, claustrophobia, restricted breathing, simulated rape and nudity, Blackout received generally positive reviews, but there was some criticism from feminist publications. Writers from the ExoJane magazine wrote that they were not entirely comfortable with the idea that simulated sexual assault and torture should be marketed as entertainment. Randall and Thor responded, stating they were aware of the sensitivity surrounding the topic and that the experience of Blackout should be deeper than shock value as it's about finding what an actor and an audience is interested in and to make them interested in going to that place. They also stated that they aim to be as clear as they can be as to what participants are in for when they sign up for the experience. Tickets to do blackout range from $45 to $65, but it appears to be closed as of right now. Good job, Buck. Blackout sounds scary. Yeah. And that's the one that, like, created all the other ones. So, McKamey Manor who? McKamey Manor was like, I'm going to copy them. If you all couldn't hear that, Jeffrey just said he would be punching every one of those actors in that place. All right, I'm doing horror movie trivia again for my boo crew. Love it. Well, I'm the only contestant here, so. What is widely considered to be the first horror movie made? Um, Keeping Tom. The House of the Devil made in 1898. Oh, just kidding. In what state does the Blair Witch Project take place in? I was just reading about this the other day. Is it an M1? Yeah. Michigan? Maryland. Maryland. Which author of scary books holds the record for the most books to movie adaptation? Stephen King. Yeah. 
What is the name of the hotel Jack Torrance is hired to care for in The Shining? The Overlook. Yep. What is the real name of the Black Bride in his city is Chapter 2? Parker Crane. Yep. What city were Alex and his classmates flying to when he had a disturbing premonition on the plane in Final Destination? Prince. Paris, that is Paris. not a city, Brooke. <laughs> I don't know. I knew it was one of those places. Which horror movie isn't based on a book? Frankenstein, Bird Box, Inner with you, View with the Vampire, or Quiet Place? A quiet Place. Yep. How many killers are there in The Strangers? Um, three or four. Three. Which actor and actress play Ed and Lorraine Warren in the Conjuring universe? Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. Yep. Emily's husband and mommy. Um, the Loser Club reunites after how many years in its chapter two? 25. 27. 27. How long does the annual purge last? 24 hours. 12 hours. Oh, just kidding. It's from night to morning. Yeah. That would be scary if it was 24 hours. Yeah. What town does Draws take place in? I don't know. Amity Island. In Halloween, Michael Myers' mask is actually a mask of what actor? William Shatner. Yep. Which actress stars in 2020's The Invisible Man? Oh, what's her name? The blonde girl. Elizabeth Moss? Yep. In what country does the nun take place? Romania. Yep. Which actor made his film debut in A Nightmare on Elm Street? Johnny Depp. Yep. In Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, audience finally got an explanation as to why Michael Myers couldn't be killed. What was it? He was part of a cult. He was made immortal by a druid curse. Which movie wasn't directed by James Wan? Saw, The Conjuring, Dead Silence, or Megan? Megan. Yep. What is the name of the killer who possesses the doll that becomes Chucky in Child's Play? Charles Lee Ray. Yep. Uh, where does the thing take place? I don't know. Antarctica. Maybe I should add that to my horror movie splash list. And finally... What mother-daughter pair separately starred in two horror movies, Psycho and Halloween H2O? Um, I don't know her mom's name, but Jamie Lee Curtis and her mom. Janet Lee? Yeah. How original. Super. She was like, copy paste. I'm going to use my name as part of my daughter's name. All right. We all already know our answers. Would you go through those on attractions? Um, absolutely not. You could not pay me to go near <laughs> What do you think about them in general? I think they're stupid. I don't know how they're legal. Despite signing a waiver, you're physically assaulting someone and in some cases are wording them. Well, you're not. Okay. So I was reading about this and they're not, I don't think in most cases, they're not being the ones that are having rape simulated on them. Like the actors are being simulated, simulating being raped or something. I don't know. That's still fucking but still, weird. That's traumatic. I don't like the way that that one, those, that last one, how they like 
popped back at the feminist publications like that. Right? Like, okay. I think you missed the point, but... Anyways, maybe I'm missing the point, and that's, this just isn't my kind of thing. I prefer haunted houses where it's very clear that they're fake and that they can't touch you. I prefer no haunted house. Yeah. So, so I'm that's a scaredy a, chick. That's a no-go on you going on a hair ride with me? Yeah. Okay. My heart can't handle it. <sighs> Honey, mine probably couldn't be either I've, I've been very jumpy lately anyways next week we're going to be discussing the bell witch and all that fun stuff how fun i don't know who she is so i'll be glad to learn yeah you'll learn lots of new stuff about her next week i think bobby knows about her he's probably seen the movie that's based on her Anyways, I hope everyone's having a good October so far. Good spooky season. What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. (laughs) Choo-choo! Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out.